Hey everyone, it's uh, once again time for the Rock For Him podcast. We welcome you to episode number 42. And as always, I've got my two great co-hosts with me. I've got Sanchez and downtown Jeremy Brown. And tonight we are so pleased to have with us a special guest and fellow Michigander, Mr. Matt Moore. Matt, how's it going? Very good, man. Thanks so much for having me on here. Oh, we really appreciate you stepping up and taking time out of your schedule to chat with us. And maybe we'll kick it off. Maybe just give us a little background about yourself and um, maybe your family, where exactly in Michigan you're from and some stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm actually... uh, Born and raised up in central Michigan. I uh, was, was born in a little town called Clare. Uh, currently live in Mount Pleasant, so haven't moved too far away. Um, I'm married. Uh, I've been married for 22 years now. I've got three kids. Um, they're all teenagers. I like to say they're little kids, but they're not so little anymore. Um, yeah, and uh, have, have really just kind of been, I always say, you know, independent rock artist, singer, songwriter, and worship leader from from central Michigan. So uh, I lead worship in my my home church and travel anywhere and everywhere they'll let me uh, play in my original stuff. So, awesome! So you got married when you were like ten? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> young enough that there probably should have been some type of law. Um. <laughs> nice. So, uh, can you tell us a little bit about how you came to know who Christ was? How, how tell us a little bit about your salvation story? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, really grew up in church. Um, it's kind of a big part of it. Uh, my dad was was my worship leader uh, growing up and um, just, you know, real strong faith in our family. You know, mom and dad uh, were, were heavily involved and volunteered in our church. So we just kind of grew up around it and it was it was pretty commonplace. Um, so I got saved when I was nine years old uh, around my kitchen table and uh, didn't totally grasp all of it or understand it uh, at, at that point, probably at nine. But and God got a hold of me then and there and um, really never let go. You know, over the years, it just continued to uh, continue to reveal himself, continue to draw me closer and, uh, and and help me learn as I go with a lot of it. So, um, yeah, so it's it, I always felt for a long time like I didn't have a really cool testimony because I didn't have like the super dramatic transformation testimony. I thought, man, nobody wants to hear this. But, you know, really a big part of my testimony is that, that God's just been faithful in my life for you know, so many years now and now in my family. And it's just, it's pretty incredible. And, and before Jeremy gets into it, I, I just want to say, never think that your testimony isn't as special and as amazing as anybody else's. I mean, we hear that a lot as, oh, I grew up in church. Mine's not all that great. Mm-hmm. It, You know what? It's just as beautiful as mm-hmm. the guy that, you know, went through hard times and Christ saved him because Christ reached down and grabbed you too. Just yeah, as much absolutely. as, you know, someone who is out on the streets. So yours is just as beautiful as everybody yeah. else's. Yeah, it's taken me a long time to really, you know, own that and, and and understand it. But I remember like artists coming into church and be like, man, I was addicted to this and, and was here and was there. And God, you know, just the way like God completely transformed and radically wrecked their lives. And I'm like, that's awesome. I want that. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> I'm a whole thankful for the, uh, the story I've got. So. I, I liked how you, uh, said that you didn't grasp everything at nine years old and you're continuing to grow because that progressive sanctification that we all run through um, is important too. So 
Absolutely. No bad testimony of, here. The cool part about your walk with God is I think, you know, the, the closer you get, the the more you realize you how far away you are, <laughs> like oh. and the more you, you realize that you have to learn. So even right, at 43, right. like I'm still, you know, still learning more every day. God's still revealing more. And, and um, yeah, it's, it's a never ending journey. So awesome. So who are you influenced by both musically and lyrically? Musically and lyrically. Um, Man, like lots of lots of rock bands. Like I said, grew up, um, you know, listening to to all kinds of music. You know, my dad was a big rock guy, like big classic rock guy. So we always had Zeppelin and and Cream and uh, Deep Purple and some of these bands playing at home. And uh, so I, I got hooked on you know a lot of these Christian rock bands with uh, DC Talk back in the day. Um, that Jesus Freak album stuff was just blew my mind. Um, bands like Grandma Train, bands like uh, you know heavier bands like Tourniquet and Deliverance and and um, some of these, you know, big Christian rock bands, uh, and then, you know, mainstream bands like Metallica and, um, you know, just the big rock guitars and big drums. And, um, as far as lyrically, I'd say, man, just, a, just about anybody, like I love a lot of singer songwriters, love a lot of, uh, you know, folk artists and stuff like that. And always trying to learn more about how to, um, deliver that message, how to be more vulnerable and authentic and, um, creative in, in expressing some of those feelings and things like that. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd say lyrically inspired from, I mean, just about anybody, you know, that's, I'm always listening to people being like, man, I wish I could write like that. I wish I could, mm -hmm. I wish I could deliver a line like they do. Like, that's so awesome. So I'm learning how to do more of that all the time too. So at what point, it sounds like you were brought up in music and your dad was a music worship leader. At what point were you like, man, I want to do that. Or man, I want to start my own rock band. Was it, did you go to some of those concerts and see somebody or uh, did you just feel the Lord was like, this is what you're going to do. And yeah, share a little bit on that. Honestly, when I was, this is the crazy part. Like when I was in school and stuff like that, I had no interest in playing music at all. Like I, I love music. I just wanted to play sports. You know, I wanted to play basketball. I wanted to play baseball. I, I thought maybe I had a shot of, you know, making it to the NBA. And, and then I realized <laughs> I was, you know, five foot seven and pretty uncoordinated and wasn't, wasn't going to, it wasn't in the cards for me, but uh, it wasn't until I was about 17 that I, I really kind of just picked up a guitar and, and started strumming it and just fell in love, you know, um, like I said, fell in love with some of those early rock bands. And then just the more I dug into stuff, the more just incredible musicians I found. Um, and yeah, really just kind of once I started doing that, you know, never really looked back, tried starting a bunch of bands in the central Michigan area. Um, nothing that really ever stuck around for more than, you know, a year or two. Um, never really got a lot, got a lot of traction or progress with that. And it wasn't until um, later in my twenties that like after my last band had broke up and I was like, man, you know, I just, I never wanted to do a solo thing ever. We had no interest whatsoever in doing the solo project going out on my own. And it wasn't until that last band broke up that I really felt like I heard God, you know, speak pretty direct and just say like, you keep saying you want to serve me with music. Why are you waiting for somebody to come do it for you? And it was just like, you know, right, right <laughs> in the heart, you know? And so, yeah, so took a step out, grabbed an acoustic guitar, started, you know, just writing and, and strumming some songs. And um, yeah, I can't imagine life having not taken that step, you know. We are so thankful that you did take that step. I mean, <laughs> we absolutely love your music. Speaking of which, Thanks, we man. know this is hard being that you have three kids. So the question I'm about to ask you is almost like, which is your favorite kid? <laughs> What's your favorite song? Favorite you have song? Written? favorite song that i've written yeah yeah oh man and I'm, i have to give you like the dad answer like you know i love them all in their own way no um no i mean but honestly though there's so many of them like i can i can take myself back to you know 
exactly where I was when I wrote a lot of them. Or, you know, I can remember like, boy, I was in the car, you know, driving down this road when, when that lyric popped in or, you know, I was in my kitchen strumming. So like, you know, since I write a lot of my stuff kind of from personal experience and, and about things that I'm walking through and, and, you know, processing through. And um, I think there's so many of those songs that have been like, they're, they're special to me and they mean an awful lot to me. And it almost makes you a little nervous to put them out in the world and go, I hope the stuff that's personal means something to me means something to you too. <laughs> um, so I don't, I don't really have, have a favorite. I'm, I'm awful proud of the new stuff that we've put out, but uh, um, a lot of that has to do with the people we've had on it and, and just some of the response to it. And it's been really, really special, but. Awesome. <laughs> is that, is that non-committal enough of an answer? Like, <laughs> that was a very dad <laughs> answer. That's very good. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're all beautiful. <laughs> so uh let's talk touring like yeah. what's your favorite venue that you've ever played favorite venue um man you know this is almost going to sound like the dead answer on this too but like I, I genuinely like love the variety of things that i get to do like I, I love playing some of these big festivals where you got like a sea of people and, and there's just a, a crazy energy there um but i also love playing like these youth groups or going and playing like camps and things like that where you get to build relationships with people off stage, you know, and, and get to know them and, and actually do ministry, like, you know, day to day, like in the, the dining hall and in spots. And then, and then we get together and we worship together, or then we get together and we rock out and there's just a different, um, different energy. So I don't know that I have a favorite venue. I think the thing that makes so many of these venues special is like the people you get to share it with and the people you get to like come rock out. So there are some just um, you know, places I look forward to going back every year and just seeing some of those faces, like almost like a big family reunion. But um, yeah, that's that's my non-committal answer for that one. Again, <laughs> a very dad answer. That's right. Well, you know, I, got, I, know. I got experience, I, man. I, actually, I kind of like it because yeah. it 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 is cool to hear. Um, the the world would tell us, you know, you want the biggest event, and the most people there, and that's the coolest venue, but. We have found so many times when we ask the same question to our Christian rock friends that some of the best shows are the intimate ones, like you mm -hmm. stated. You build relationships and you get mm -hmm. to go back and see the people and see mm -hmm. the maturity that God's using your music to for their lives. Yeah. And uh, what a blessing that is back to you. Uh, yeah, people from sure. the world just can't grasp that blessing back because it they tell you that that's not worth anything. But I think that's worth gold. Well, you know, and honestly, we talk about it all the time, like, you know, if, if you're, if you're a follower, if you're a believer, like, I think, you know, that, that ministry aspect of it is, you know, it's, it's, it's a calling, like it's, it's what we're called to do. You know, so much of that ministry happens at the merch table and happens in the dining hall and happens off stage. But even if you don't have that, that same faith or don't have that same thing, like, man, it's just, it's good business to get to know people. Like it's good, you know, like, it's just, if, if you want to get called back to places, build relationships. If you want to like, you know, build fans and build a following, like be personable and, and actually get to know people and let them get to know you. Like it's, yeah, it, it's just win-win all the way around. So back to music, how many um, uh, albums do you have out? How many EPs uh, yeah. do you got stuff brewing? I know you're, we've been playing some of the same one for probably about a year now since we started ours, but uh, anything new coming onto the horizon? Maybe yeah. share a little past, a little coming up. Absolutely. Um, I've done three uh, studio projects now um, in, in various stages and stuff like that, uh, EPs and albums, um, all the way back to 2009 was kind of my first one that came out. 
Um, so I've done several kind of either smaller albums or, or bigger EPs with that. A couple singles mixed in here and there. Um, I have a remix album that uh, you know, we actually sent some of the stuff to a bunch of Michigan-based uh, electronic artists and DJs and hip-hop artists and let them remix it and put it out. So um, just as a, a way to provide some more content and, and some stuff for people to listen to. But um, but yeah, actually, uh, I've got a couple couple tracks that are coming out after the first of the year, after we get kind of past the, uh, the Christmas grind. A um, couple new things in the works there and then heading back uh, into the studio down in Nashville after the first of the year to start tracking the next uh, big rock project. So um, getting some, some special guests on there, um, taking some, some steps and hopefully, yeah, hopefully, you know, taking, taking some of that to the next level and and just continuing some of the momentum we've already built. That is awesome. 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 So uh, we don't normally ask this of our artists, but I'm going to, I'm going to ask you being that, you know, you're here in Michigan what uh, what has been the reaction that you've gotten from the churches that you uh, that you attend or the church that you attend? What's the reaction that you get to your music? You know, are they supportive of what you do, or do you see a little bit of fight back? I was talking to someone recently who was like, "I just don't see a lot of ministry work in Christian rock and metal," and I was just like. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's something that we're seeing a lot with the people we talk with. They're like, "Yeah, our church yeah. just doesn't support us." Yeah. What what's been your experience? You know, I think so much of the support looks different. You know, I, I think you know, I'm I've been real blessed and fortunate. My my home church is is really supportive. Uh both the, the staff and leadership um and the people who attend um have been really cool about stuff. You know, they 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 show a lot of support um and, and a lot of encouragement. Outside of that, I, I think you know the scene is just it's different, you know, especially even over the last handful of years. Um you know, we don't do as many youth group shows anymore or as many mature shows. And I, I think it's less about them being, you know, supportive or unsupportive and just more about like, not, there's not a lot of youth groups we know that are doing concerts anymore or live music. Um, so a lot of that, a lot of that scene has changed. Um, I mean, it was changing before COVID and quarantine and, and has definitely taken a shift since then. But uh, I don't, I don't feel like it's necessarily hostile. Like I don't, I don't get a lot of pushback from churches or, or, um, I definitely see that there's there's ministry work to be done. Uh, definitely see opportunities in it. Um, but I think it's it, it you know we got to be a little more creative with it now. Like it's it's a little bit of a different world than it was even two three years ago. Um, so trying to go back to that same well and, and expect like it's just going to pick back up where it left off is you know not very realistic at this point. Um, but yeah, it's it's a different scene for sure. Yeah. Well, we had just been we're trying to show our local churches. Christian rock and metal is, you know, music with a message that, you know, kids Absolutely. connect with it. And so that's just kind you of hit it on the head too. Like, especially being from Michigan, like, I mean, that's always kind of been the joke a little bit is that, you know, the, the rock shows don't come to Michigan, you know, yep. Christian or otherwise, you know, like a lot of the rock shows just don't travel, uh, you know, North and the Midwest. So, um, so typically, I mean, we always try to encourage people like, man, if there's a show coming to town, go like, you know, they're not going to come back unless you start showing up, unless you start yeah, supporting. Right. Um, and yeah, when we start getting some of these Christian shows, like it breaks my heart to see when we do get some some really killer Christian bands. And I think they're some of the most talented bands out there right now, like in the Christian scene that I've, I've ever seen. Like there's some just ridiculously talented bands that are out there playing. Oh, like yeah. it's a bummer when they come up and play and, and it's, you know, mostly empty. We're like, oh, how do we how do we get people to come support this? And and show it some love. So I, I understand some of the frustration. I understand, you know, some of the, you know, feeling like the uphill battle with it. But um, 
there's still ministry opportunities. There's still a lot of work to be done. And uh, we're still just trying to like, you know, support these other bands and stuff too. And just, you know, shine some light on them and let people like connect with what they're doing. Hmm. Great answer. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So listener wanted to know how you stay connected to God when you're on the road. Stay connected to God on the road. Um, Honestly, a huge part of it is the support system uh, at home that I've got. Um, you know, it's it's really fun now, like having a group of guys that that are around that are on the same page that support it. And and I hired different guys to come out with me for different uh, different events, different different tours, and things like that. But having a wife who's um, just incredibly supportive, incredibly grounded, and and really allows me to continue to pursue what God's called me to do um, is huge. Uh, and now that my kids are getting older, like I'm actually bringing them on the road with me a lot more. So being able to share some of these ministry opportunities and just some of these musical things with them has has really become, you know, a new bonding point for us and, and really a new bonding point in their faith and in mine uh, to, to just kind of see those steps and uh, experience those new things together. Um, so, yeah, having the support back home, having, you know, regular devotion time, having people who... Uh, love you and, and ground you in that is is pretty invaluable great that's awesome um so we heard about the new music coming out early in the year and possibly maybe more coming mm-hmm. up what about next uh are you starting to plan some tour or some festivals or i know i think do you do big ticket every year i think i caught you at big ticket one year I, you may do it every year I, I did do I did do big ticket every year for quite a while. I know in the last handful of years, uh, I think they they maybe moved away from some of the rock bands a little bit. Um, yeah, <laughs> right. you know, unfortunately, yeah, it's some some festivals really have, and and that's kind of a bummer. But um, yeah, actually, kind of in the process right now. Usually, um, we we kind of start start putting some of those tour plans together, um, and then once once again we get through Christmas, I, I usually take December pretty pretty off you know i've only got two or three things left in december um as we're trying to plan christmas at church and, and things like that right um but then after the first of the year things start picking back up where we get a chance to uh you know go to go to some camps go hit the road and do some some tours and then summertime is really when all the festivals kind of open up and get a chance to to go travel and go see all the old friends again so hopefully we'll be back at big ticket um right. and anywhere else that uh that'll, that'll open their doors to some rock music right or we could uh get with those promoters and do big ticket heavy or something, you know, where like, we yeah, have a bunch of, <laughs> that, would, yeah, that would be awesome. You know, I, yeah. I, I know they had the venue up there, so. Yeah. And I, yeah, you know, and, and love, love the ministry, big tickets still and love, you know, again, the opportunity, especially, I mean, that it's really the only game in, in Northern Michigan and stuff like right. that, for that kind of music, that kind of scene. So as a Michigan artist, man, I would, I would love, to go back up there. Um, like I said, I did it pretty much every year from 2010 through uh, the, the late 2000 teens. And yeah, it, it, that was another one of those family reunions where you play up there and be like, Oh, there's our friends from that church. There's right. our friends from that group. There's, you know, it's just, it's home, you know? And for those who are watching the podcast and are like, what are the, what is this big ticket they're talking about? It's hmm. uh, every June, I believe still uh, they do it. It's in Gaylord, Michigan, which is kind of, quite a bit up the state of Michigan if you haven't been here. And uh, it's, it's sad because we do even in our rock for him ministry, we've got so many local, so much local talent trying mm-hmm. to get the gospel out. And mm-hmm. that's, it's been a little bit, I think Jason's question 
you probably sense we've been a little frustrated with the the reception that we receive in, inside our own territory. So we're trying yeah. to to spread the word. But yeah, feel that for sure, man. Well, speaking of touring, one thing we always ask everybody at the time is if someone were to pull up to your door right now, pound on the door, say, grab your bag, we're leaving, going on tour now. If it could be anybody, who would you want it to be? Who would I want it to be? Who could you not say no to? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I wouldn't say no to a lot of them. Um, You know, I've, I've always... There's part of me that like would love to go hit the road with, you know, some of the bigger like legends of Christian rock, you know, like I, I get to record a lot of my albums with the, the guys from Disciple. So like to, to go out and hit the road with them um, or some of the the up and coming like heavier rock bands right now, the Wolves at the Gate and the uh, um, I mean, some of these just incredible bands. But I would love to go hit with some of these mainstream bands, too, and and take, you know, I'd love to go open for Metallica and go take Jesus on the road and go play every arena, mm. you know, in the world. Um just the opportunity to be able to go out into places that, you know, maybe you wouldn't expect a, a faith-based band to to throw down um, and, and just go share there. I, you know, I, I'd have a hard time saying no to, to the guys in Metallica or something like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Have you ever had that type of opportunity while we're on that subject? Have you... Yeah, I mean, not... No, I mean, not that type of opportunity. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I've, I've had mean, opportunities secular... to... Yeah, okay. I've, I've had the opportunity, like some festival kind of things, share the stage with some some mainstream bands and um, especially even local things. You know, if, if a, a mainstream band's coming through, they're like, hey, you're, you know, you're a local rock band, come play. So there's been some of those opportunities, not so much opportunities to go hit the road um, and go go really tour with them. But uh, but even on this next next project we're working on, um, actually talking to a couple uh, mainstream rock artists and stuff like that, that I've I've been big fans of for a long time and and working with them on writing some new stuff and and possibly collaborating on some stuff maybe getting them to come feature on a song so um yeah just opportunities to to, to break into that and uh, you know less about getting you know famous and, and getting super popular more about like man what an opportunity to like take what we do and and just take it to a crew that desperately needs to hear it mm-hmm. you know? can you expound on that at all or <laughs> on, on who we got coming um well, none of it's confirmed yet, so it probably shouldn't okay. uh, put the cart before the horse. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big, you know, big like rock and metal fan from uh, you know the the '90s and 2000s. So um, we've been fortunate to to make some friends over the years with uh, some artists that um, I've I've just been huge fans of that really influential on you know guitar playing and and songwriting and stuff like that. So putting some asks out, um, got some interest now. It's just about whether or not we can you know move the pieces around and, and make it all work in time, but um, you'll be the first to know if I'm able to lock some of these down. I'll just I'll send you a message. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> um, so I mean, we've pretty much covered everything. Um, oh no, we right, cool, we're done. No, 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 <laughs> no. I I'm drawing a blank as to what to ask. So <laughs> well, I, maybe uh, if there is one thing that you could uh, tell our Rock for Him fans. Uh, you know, one thing you would want to get across to them, what, what would something like that be maybe? Um, man, I think, I mean, even just kind of expanding off of what we've already talked about, like, first of all, thank you so much for uh, supporting this, this type of music. Thank you for 
giving us the platform to do what we were created to do and what we absolutely love to do. And man, especially coming out these last couple of years where um, we weren't sure what that was going to look like, you know, um, coming off these couple of years where, you know, I had a, a pretty full year's worth of touring and, and shows, you know, canceled over a long weekend. Um, just weren't sure when we were going to be able to hit the road and, and share this stuff face to face with people when we we're going to be able to put new music out. So um, I don't think I ever took it for granted before, but I'm, I'm bound and determined not to take it for granted now. Like it's, it's a blessing and an opportunity to do what we get to do. And, um, you know, so thank you so much for supporting that. Thank you for allowing us to, to share that with you. Thank you for responding. Um, and please continue, you know, like stuff, share stuff, like get, spread the word. Um, I mean, it, it takes no dollars at all to, uh, you know, throw a share on somebody's song or, you know, on a video or something like that. And just, you know, spread that, that message, that positivity out amongst, you know, your circle of influence and, and who God's given you uh, influence with. Um, it's just, it's huge. That's awesome. And to just kind of expound on that a little bit on, you know, spreading that positivity and getting the word out, where can people find your stuff? Where can like someone that's just now discovering you, that's watching rock for him and like, Oh, this guy's awesome. I want to hear his music. Where can they go where they can, hit that download button or watch your videos for sure. Yeah. I mean, pretty much I've got my main website, mattmoremusic.com. I mean, all the music's there. The videos are there. The merch is there. Um, tour dates will be there as we start locking those in for the new year. Um, but otherwise, I mean, anywhere that you, you listen to music, if you're on Spotify, Apple music, YouTube, Pandora, like wh wherever it is you're at, I mean, the, the stuff's on there. Um, check it out, share what you like, skip what you don't. <laughs> Now on the website, can you also buy like physical CDs? Yeah. Or, yeah. Cause for sure. Something I've thought about a lot is, you know, you can go on and just hit the download button on anything, but I personally mm -hmm. love that physical CD. Mm -hmm. and plus I think yep. the artist benefits a little bit more from going, from us going to the show, walking up to that merch table, buying the merch, buying the sure. CD yeah, rather sure. than just sitting there and spinning it on Spotify. Not that that's bad. I mean, it helps, sure. but you know, no, I, yeah, I mean, honestly, like I, I still love the CDs too. You know, and I'm at kind of a spot where you know I, I'll buy an artist CD and won't even necessarily open it. We'll just <laughs> we'll buy it, you know, and then go just stream them on Spotify so they get get those spins too. But yeah, um, yeah, I mean that that kind of support's absolutely huge. But you know, more than making ten bucks on a CD, like I, I want people to hear these songs. Like I just I want people to right. to connect with this message. So, however it is that people you know, engage with that. Like that's, that's what I'm about. So like, if you go to my website, all my stuff's available for free. You can download it and own it for free. You can go stream it wherever you're at. Or yeah, if you want to hit the, hit the merch store, like we got them right here, you know, we'll send them to you. Um, if you want me to mess it up with my autograph on it and send it to you, I'll do that too. But, um, <laughs> but that's yeah, what I, I mean, like. Uh, it, it's so much, you know, and my kids are in that spot. Like my, my daughter, um, who's 17 now actually went out and found all my old CDs in the garage. And she's just, you know, she's going through them and like rediscovering these bands for the very first time. And um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Just having, having those physical copies of music is, is awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Before we, before we leave this subject, I, I found that sometimes the popular songs that make it to mainstream or to the radio or what have you, Every once in a great while, you'll be listening to a CD and a song will just hit you and you're like, wow, why isn't this one on the radio? Because the Lord puts that in your situation. And there's been quite a few, at least in my own experience, that I never would have known about if I wouldn't have purchased that full CD. So 
absolutely sometimes yeah. go against the grain to get the entire package because uh, there's a lot of great content and that's i'm thinking back i think it was um the band boiling point when we asked him about a uh one of their songs that they liked they had mentioned one that i hadn't heard and now it's one of my faves and i would have never known that's cool uh not knowing from them so yeah, no, that's that's right, I'm in because I mean, there's so many of those that like either don't fit a particular radio format, or you know, whether they're too long or they're too aggressive or they're too, you know, it's not enough of this and that, you know. And I, I've even had some of those like, also for artists, like there's a certain amount of you know, we've only got a certain amount of dollars that we're going to put behind pushing and promoting a single and hiring a radio promoter and contacting. Great so, um, so there's there's definitely songs on on all these CDs that you know I I I would love to to get in people's ears. I think some of them that that you know could connect. Um, but radio is not necessarily going to be the, the, the method of conveyance for those. Like you're going to have to find it on Spotify or, or hear it live or, you know, connect with that story right. with it. Mm. Right. Right. Or get the CD. And That's right. The CD. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, get the CD. See, this is, this is marketing right here. This is coming together. <laughs> so I got to ask, what was it like working with Josiah? Oh, that dude is like next level like he's he's one of those guys like he's he's operating on a different plane for sure um he's he's an incredible musician um incredible producer great ear but um and an even more incredible human being like he's just just a good guy and uh yeah working in the studio with Josiah is, is honestly one of the most um encouraging experiences I've ever had you know uh recording music like he he just really invested in the project, like really helped coach me through um, like vocally and, and through parts and, and um, just, yeah, he really kind of walked with me through it. And uh, so it's, he's, he's pretty incredible. Um, the new stuff I've got coming out, we just did in his studio and uh, yeah, planning to head back down in, in January and, and, and track a little bit more at the ranch. He seems to be kind of like the big name in, in Christian music right now. It, like everybody's wanting to work with him. Well, there's was, a reason, man. Like I said, he's, I mean, just musically, like he's, he's next level, but I mean, his, his ear for stuff and he's not just, you know, pigeonholed as a rock guy. Like he's, he's just, you know, got such a great ear for, for, you know, all these different styles of music and arranging and songwriting and, um, you know, really no ego as far as like, you know, he, he just, he wants it to be the best song. He wants it to be the best thing possible and, and for it to have the best chance to, to reach people, you know, and uh, it's, it's so encouraging to, to be able to hit with that. I almost feel like he's the fifth member of the show. His name and John Cooper's <laughs> name come up almost every single show. <laughs> almost every show. I'm like, they might as well just come on the show. Yeah. Well, you know, make some calls. Like, we can make it happen. <laughs> if you well, happen to see him and you're like, hey, there's these three idiots on the radio that I, I think you need to talk to. <laughs> I was texting with Josiah today. I'll let him know. Like, We'll, we'll put it out. Sweet. <laughs> well we uh we appreciate you coming on this has been awesome um we always two things that we love to do every show we make a purpose uh to do is ask your testimony and then also ask uh what can we do to pray for you and your ministry so sure. i would like to take this time maybe if there's a couple things you could throw us out we'd love to pray for you for you sure man. yeah i mean you know, we're, we're kind of in that time of year, you know, with December where, um, you know, everything gets a little nuts with, with Christmas and, and just that opportunity to, to share the gospel. You know, I, like I said, I'm the worship pastor at my church, uh, and 
with you know Christmas and Easter kind of being those those two times a year that that people will show up you know that that otherwise wouldn't like there's this this really cool opportunity to be able to share Jesus with them and uh, to, to put on something put together something that'll that'll really touch people and reach people so um would love prayer you know for the for us as we we plan that out and then yeah honestly just this new year you know like it's 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 fun to make plans and it's fun to to dream and, and to put stuff together but you know those plans aren't a whole lot of anything if, if God's not at the center of them and if he's not blessing that stuff and ordaining that stuff. So um, really just taking all those plans and all those dreams and, and laying those down at his feet and asking him to to do what only he can do with it. So um, that's the the goal with 2023. You know, I've, I've got big ideas and big plans, but, you know, just, just praying and asking God will take me where it is that he, he can do the most good. And, and we're, you know, not about learning my name, but, but about people learning his name and, and making that connection with him. So love that. That's beautiful. Love it. Thanks, man. Well, uh, Jason, you want to pray us out? or Absolutely. It would be a pleasure. All right. Great and Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for bringing Matt on with us today and just giving us the chance to get to know him and share him and his music with our listeners. Lord, I ask that you watch over him as we go through this Christmas season and just help him to be able to share the gospel effectively with those that are coming into the church. And Lord, just give him the right words to say. I ask that you bless his direction and ministry as he prepares for the upcoming year, the projects that he has coming up. Lord, just let him be honoring and glorifying to you. Again, we thank you so much for this opportunity to get to know Matt a little bit more. It's been such a blessing to us, and we hope that it's honoring to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, Matt, I just want to thank you again. This has been fantastic. I, I Honestly, every show is always my favorite. It's like, what's your favorite song? Every show is my favorite one. Just getting, <laughs> just getting to awesome. know you guys. So, Scott, again, thank you, bro. It's always a pleasure. Jeremy, looking smooth. I miss the Mohawk, though. Yeah. Matt. This has been an honor. I'll, I'll work on my mohawk for the next one. I'll be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so to all you out there that are watching right now, go out, pick up Matt's music. If he's out playing live, go see him. Go, yes, go buy it. <laughs> buy it. It's a good you album. Yeah. You will not. Remember, if you're going to rock, rock for him. All right, folks. Have a good night. If you like what you saw today, hit the subscribe and like button down below and don't forget to share to all your friends. Also, leave us a comment down below. If you're gonna rock, rock for him.